This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much, and welcome to our second hour for this uh, Sunday morning. I love doing this program, and I, I very much enjoy having you as a guest to, to listen in. Give me a call, if you will. We have only one open line. We have uh, Kenneth still holding with a second question from Cooper, and as long as he had to wait for the first question, I'm sure owe him that one. And then Bobby has joined us. She has a, a ground cover question about a juga, and uh, that's a very pertinent question that I need to answer uh, and uh, have some good information for her. Uh, and then you would be next. So it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I mentioned yesterday on my program on sister station KLIF that I have my two favorite dogs I've ever gotten uh, for the SPCA Pets of the Week yesterday and today. And... Uh, What's the one yesterday named? Let me look. Uh, his name, uh, is it his or, no, it's a lady, Opal. Opal's nine years old, and they had her, uh, it looked like a skateboard or a running board or something, I don't know what, but uh, she was posed. It's the greatest photo. It has an open grill, and she's standing on it like she's on a skateboard or some kind of a, like she's skateboarding and her ears are blowing one direction with the wind in her hair and she's having a great time she's nine years old so that's uh, 73 in human terms but she's out there boarding around and having a great time and apparently she just has a wonderful personality well that's yesterday's dog and today i introduced to you thomas and thomas <laughs> thomas is just so much fun to look at and apparently he has a personality to go along with it i'm going to describe him to you but uh, just uh, picture, um, Thomas looks like a white uh, frog with ears going straight up and a big round head and a gigantic smile. Meet Thomas, a charming two-year-old mixed-breed dog that's sure to steal your heart. With his striking black and white coat and adorable expressive ears, he is the epitome of canine cuteness. Weighing in at 54 pounds, I told Mike off-air, Mike Bass, my producer, who, by the way, is uh, probably going to try to beat you there to adopt him. Actually, Mike, Mike's response was, I can't hear you. Uh, Mike is a cat guy. Thomas is the ideal size for both indoor cuddles and outdoor adventures. So I, I think you're safe, but just don't delay because if people look at his picture, they're going to be out there to get Thomas. Thomas isn't just about looks. He's smart, too. His quick wit and his eagerness to learn make him an ideal candidate for training and interactive play. This will be a dog that people will really open conversations with you. He is just great. Thomas already knows how to sit and give paw. His love for treats is the perfect motivation for teaching him new tricks and commands. But that's not all. Thomas is the ultimate snuggle buddy. His affectionate nature shines through with kisses and cuddles, making your home feel warmer and cozier. He's also your go-to exercise partner, always ready for a game of fetch or a brisk walk to keep you both active and healthy. One of Thomas's best qualities is his friendly demeanor. He gets along brilliantly with other dogs and kids, making him an ideal addition to any family dynamic. Whether it's playdates at the park or cozy movie nights at home, Thomas is up for it all. He's ready to go. Plug and play, I think, is the phrase for Thomas. Just like all pets at the SPC of Texas, Thomas has been neutered. He's been microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He is waiting for his uh, new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, and they would love to have you come out and adopt him. Um, that's at 2400 Lone Star Drive. No appointment is necessary for Thomas, so stop on in noon to 6 today. Dallas Animal Care Center. And again, that's at 2400 Lone Star Drive in Dallas. They're open noon to 6 every day of the week. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Please do that right now, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash Find a pet, one word, find a pet. 
And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. If you don't find Thomas on the website, that means he's already been adopted. Hopefully that's not the case if you're interested in him. Throughout August, in recognition of Clear the Shelters, all adult dog and cat Adoptions are only $25 at the SPCA of Dallas Animal Care Center and the Ellis County Animal Care Center. And that one is at 2570 Farm to Market 878 in Waxahachie. There's one exception. When a senior adopts a senior pet, age 7 or older, the adoption fee is waived. Now, Thomas is only 2, so that doesn't apply here, but it did apply yesterday to our dog yesterday. So, Oh, good luck, Thomas. I hope you find somebody who appreciates those ears as much as I do. He is a handsome, fun-looking dog. All right, and that is sponsored by the great people at Baylor, Scott and & White, and uh, their wonderful uh, projects under uh, that they've undertaken. And I have great news from Baylor, Scott & White Health. They are sponsors of this entire hour and have been so for many, many years. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight. It's a weekend. You say, well, I can't do that on weekends. Yes, you can. Maybe it's when allergies start acting up while you're out working in the garden, or maybe it's when you run into a stinging insect, or maybe poison ivy and need help right away. The best part of it is you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the help that you need. So you can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor, Scott & White Health. MyBSW Health. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now, or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you. Let's go back to Kenneth and Cooper and try to finish up with him. He's had uh, some good questions. Kenneth, this is Neil. How may I help you now? Uh, thank you, Neil. I, I caught you off guard with that second question, kind of, but on, it's the same tree that the the caterpillars have ate the leaves off of. It's I've heard you say before that when it's trying to grow uh, uh, limbs at the base of the tree, that means the tree's sick. Is there some way that I can put some fertilizer or something to make it? it I don't know. I'm just asking you, is it, is it sick? Uh, not necessarily. It it depends on um, how old is that tree. It's the same tree. It's about thirty years old. Thirty years, okay. Um, it's a young tree. I mean, it's not that. Do big. you see any? Do you tree. see? Do you see any evidence of dieback at the top, or any dying or decaying limbs, or anything up above? No, we had a freeze for that one year. And uh, it uh, some of the limbs broke out of it, and I had them trimmed out. Right, but do and, you uh, see any signs of decline no. up? Yeah, just just uh, give no. me some really quick answers on it. Do you see any signs of uh, uh, stress or problems up above? If you look at it from forty feet mm-hmm. away, does it look like Not it's going downhill? Nothing in the top, other than all the leaves are ate out of it. No, it's you not. You see all the pecans in there. It's got yeah, hang on, hang on. Don't tell me everything I don't need. I, I just need what I need. Okay. Um, when you have that kind of, uh, if you have a tree that, is this an improved variety? Was this grafted? No, not this one. It's, it grew. So this is a native. It, it came up from a, a pecan? Yes. All right. Then that answers a lot. Um, if you see a grafted variety that starts sprouting out from below the graft union, that might be a, a tree that has uh, either had some kind of calamity up above with decay or uh, the graft has failed after all those years or something of that sort. Uh, no, in fact, it's producing some branches down there. I would just take those branches off. If the top growth is healthy and vigorous, you're getting 
uh, a foot of new growth on each of the branches up above, you're fine. So I wouldn't worry about it. And the, the worms eating the leaves off is zero problem. Zero problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Neil. You really betcha. You're doing fine. Thank you. Okay. Let's see. Let me go to uh, Bobby in Dallas. Bobby, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Good. I have a question about ground cover in Dallas, Texas, for Dallas, Texas. Okay. The ajuga plants, Mm -hmm. would those be a good ground cover to use in Dallas? They are good. Uh, Of course, when you say Dallas, Texas, the whole program is based in in Dallas and Fort Worth, Dallas, Tarrant County. So that's that's the audience I'm talking to. It's a 50,000-watt station, so it goes (laughs) way beyond, but this is not some national program. Um, I live uh, outside McKinney, and so it's not like mm-hmm. I'm a stranger to you. Uh, ajuga has one. Ajuga is a shade uh, plant. It must have shade. It must have highly organic soil, so lots of uh, organic matter, peat moss, compost, uh, uh-huh. shredded pine bark mulch, rotted manure, all of that. You need several inches of that mixed in, just like you do for a flower bed. Okay. Uh, vegetable garden. All right. All of that aside, even if you give it the best of conditions, mm-hmm. I'm still going to recommend that you use it in small areas, maybe between stepping stones or uh, in a in a rock garden in a small area. I would not do a big area. I did do a big area in my landscape uh-huh. about 35 years ago, and in a four day period, it all was wiped out by a uh, crown-rotting disease. Uh, Before I could even identify what killed it, it was all killed. And uh, this is one of the water mold funguses. I think it was probably uh, probably pythium. But uh, anyway, and and those are some of the hardest ones to uh, control. So I would would not recommend it for a big ground cover where you might use English ivy or uh, you might use... uh, uh, I use mondo grass, regular, not dwarf, but regular mondo grass, monkey grass. For my, uh-huh. I, have, I have an acre probably covered in it now because we're out in the country and lots of trees. Um, yeah, I've used a lot of winter creeper euonymus, which is a spreading ground cover, um, and and so those are my go-to in in the shade. Uh, I use some ajuga. I have some ajuga, but I I never want to have any area bigger than a card table top. Because I can afford to lose that. I just don't want to lose half of my landscape again. Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, that answers my questions. I really appreciate it. You betcha. Good deal. Don't mean to discourage you. I just want you to know the true facts of it. Thank you for calling. All right. We'll take a break and come back. We have Justin in Keller with a couple of fig questions and then Tim in Springtown. So let me, let me, uh, Let me recommend to you a book that might answer almost all of your garden questions, and that is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, I've worked a year of my life to get this book ready for you. It has uh, 344 pages and 840 of my photographs. I actually worked a year of my life to get this specific book ready, but I worked a life of my life to gain the knowledge to be able to write the book, and I'm really happy with it. I self-published it because I was tired of working with publishing houses where they assigned committees to me with the intent of cutting the book, cut cut Neil's book. This was the fifth book I had written, and uh, in the previous four, cut, 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 cut. That was all I heard. Make it shorter. It's too big. It's got too much stuff in it. We need to take these ideas. It doesn't matter. It's just ground covers. It doesn't matter, you know, to use a current uh, topic we were just talking about. And so I lost a lot of photos, lost a lot of charts, lost a lot of stuff. Not in this book. (laughs) We just kept adding pages. And um, I kept getting new bids on pricing, and it still was affordable because I was going to self-publish it and and sell it myself and not put it in stores. When you put books in stores, you have to go through distributors, and they want to cut, and then you have to go through the retailer. Probably a wholesaler somewhere that might be the distributor, might not be, and then the the retail markup. and And I said, you know what, I'm going to forego those. I'm not going to I'm not going to charge people what it would be uh, priced at at a store. I'm just going to make a reasonable profit, and be satisfied with that, and be able to sign every copy, which I've done, and I've enjoyed that very much. So it comes directly from my garage where I do my signing to your mailbox. 
It's we put the labels on them in the garage. Gretchen generates the the uh, labels for me, and they go right on in the garage. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, it has 840 of my photographs. That's uh, no publisher would have done that for me. 344 pages of high quality paper. Those both would have been cut. Hardback. They wanted paperback. This is hardback and printed in Texas. Almost all the publishers now are going to China. I wanted to be at the press checks to look at this book as it came off the presses to make sure the colors were right, and uh, I wasn't going to go to China. So there you go. That's why this book is the way it is, and yet it is still affordably priced. I sign every copy as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction. Now, for that limited time, I have the book marked down to the lowest price it has been to date for the and, and probably will ever be for the sixth printing. It's just $34.95. If it had gone through a publisher, you would expect to pay uh, probably $55 for this book. But $34.95, satisfaction guaranteed. And the reason I'm doing that, I've identified one of the two reasons uh, uh, this weekend, uh, is because I'm trying to help my wife finish up her re-election campaign from May 6. She still has some bills outstanding uh, from the uh, advertising for that campaign. We had to spend more this year than the other 12 campaigns combined. She's a 13-time uh, school board representative for McKinney ISD, probably the tenured board member in the state of Texas out of 7,000 board members. Uh, she's done so much hard work and when you buy the book you are not donating it's not a tax deductible thing it is strictly purchase of a book but uh, it will help us pay that bill so here are the two ways you can buy it you buy it either by calling my office monday through friday nine to five at 800-752-GROW g-r-o-w that's 800-752-4769 the better way is to order it directly right now from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. There are services at 8 and 9. Obviously, we're a little late to tell you about those. There is one at 10.05, and that is the one that live streams at sharingtheheart.org. And then the service that we are able to attend as a family at 11.10. And I hope you'll join us at our church, the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, historic church. We're still on Church Street, for goodness sakes. Imagine that. Literally, for goodness sakes. 315 North Church Street. Come join us. It's a beautiful old church. Sharingtheheart.org. And let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair now. And, uh, oh, goodness, I hope your foundation is not suffering and struggling. This is the time of year when it gets really dry and foundations start to exhibit their worst behavior. If the shrinking soil has caused your foundation to develop cracks and the tape and bed of your uh, drywall has begun to let loose, the windows and doors aren't functioning properly, you see cracks outside in the mortar joints, Uh, between the bricks and the stone. Heaven forbid you have cracks in the bricks. If those things are happening to you, you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair and let them come inspect your home. They'll do a very thorough home inspection of the foundation. They do it from inside, and it's amazing what they can identify as the problems. There's no charge. There's no obligation when you have them do this. They will show you exactly where the problems are and how serious the problems are. If there are no problems, that's exactly what they're going to tell you. There are no problems. They will give you advice on how to water your foundation, how to look out for roots around your foundation. They'll do all of that. That's at no charge. Uh, And their website, foundationrepairs.com, has a lot of great information at no charge. If you hire them to repair problems that they identify, it'll be done quickly, it'll be done affordably, and it'll be guaranteed for the lifetime of the home, a warranty that is transferable from owner to owner. 
for the lifetime of the house. Your foundation will be fixed by Advanced Foundation Repair. 27 years I've told you this. They're great people. Advanced Foundation Repair. Here's the phone number to set it all up. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today. Or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stuby, And we go to Justin and Keller. Justin, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, How you doing? Doing well. What can I do for you? Uh, sure. So I called you uh, a couple months back, I believe, regarding some uh, Chicago hardy figs I have. Um, they are fruiting just fine, um, but I have a Celeste fig uh, pretty much right next door to it uh, within, you know, 10 feet. And uh, I get little tiny green figs, and then they just fall off. They never, you know, ripen in maturity, never grow. Um, it's growing great, you know, so I'm not really understanding why one's doing something and the other one's not, you know, as far as the difference there. They're two different varieties. You ever notice that two different people react differently to two di- to the same illness or to the same environment or to the same music or to the same anything? It's just the way two different individuals react to the same set of circumstances. Uh, nothing to be concerned about. Celeste is really, in the whole scheme of things, the best variety uh, for North Texas. I, I don't know if I said this a uh, couple months ago, but I never... Uh, never heard of Chicago Hardy Fig, and I don't remember that call. But you know, I'm not doubting that it happened. It's it's been a rough uh, spring in our family, and uh, so she, Chicago Hardy Fig, uh, I doubt it's hardy in Chicago. But it sounds like it probably was selected because it is winter hardy. Celeste has had taken a beating the last couple of winters. It's the the best, according to A and M and and the the fruit specialists. It's the best variety for us to use um, because it has a closed eye. The the far end of the flower is is closed, and so the dried fruit beetle can't get into the, the flower and cause the souring of the fruit. That sentence may not make any sense to anybody. No figs, but mm-hmm. it's still the recommended variety. But it has this habit of doing what you've described, especially if it's challenged by cold damage, uh, where the where the fruit doesn't. It, it doesn't fruit for several years, two or three years after it freezes. And secondly, when it gets into a, a spring where it gets a lot of moisture and then it turns hot and dry like it has this year. So it's a perfect storm. It, it's been set up to act this way. Now, why the Chicago Hardy Fig is doing better, that's the one I don't understand. But, you know, it, it may have more moisture where, where it's growing. It may have a better a moisture supply, maybe its roots go under the house or something where it gets more moisture. I don't know the setting. Okay. I mean, would trimming it back make any sense or just you, let it be, I guess? You don't want to trim figs any more than you have to. You prune out uh, uh, branches that rub one another or that have been frozen. Otherwise, you don't want to prune figs. What happens when you prune figs is you cause rampant growth, and that comes at the cost of uh, damaging the uh, the fruit crop. You don't want to do that. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. All right. Let me tell you about Mueller once again. Homegrown goodness. That's what Mueller's all about. You know that they've been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing in Texas for 90 years. Well, now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. Think about that before winter sets in. Get it ready now. They're easy to assemble. Bolt together greenhouses come in five sizes from 6x9 to 12x21. They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. They have hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows. Your Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553, MuellerInc.com. 
DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WVAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Thanking the firefighters. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Irving, the entry is blocked by road work on 183 eastbound at Highway 114. And in Terrell, bridge work has various lane closures on Highway 80 eastbound between Highway 205 and Highway 34. Your WBAP forecast, it's going to be hot today. Big surprise, an excessive heat warning in effect until 8 p.m. this evening. Sunny and hot with highs around 106, heat index values up to 109. Tonight clear with lows in the lower 80s, tomorrow sunny and hot with highs around 100. Right now it is 86 degrees in Dallas, 87 degrees in Fort Worth. As Maui struggles to recover from massive wildfires, Velma Reed, her daughter Amanda, and her grandson Nathaniel praise their local firefighters for getting them through the disaster. What made it livable was our locals, you know. Our community. Our, our community. firefighters. Firefighters, oh yes. Special shout out to firefighters from the Pee. You were amazing. You gave us Fima. 90% of our stuff and we love you for it. More than 90 people have lost their lives in the tragic Maui fires. A man who led police on a dangerous high-speed chase Friday night was shot dead by an officer. Mesquite police were chasing a man driving a Honda Pilot who hit several vehicles and road signs before coming to a stop near the Mesquite Outdoor Rodeo Arena. He then got out of the vehicle, ignored police commands, reached back into the car, and was shot by an officer. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5 FM, HD2. Thank you, Lori, very, very much. I mentioned yesterday uh, that uh, Lahaina is a, a place that my wife and I have visited twice and had stayed, I guess, probably a total of 10 days and loved that area. It's just so sad. So we've been up and down Front Street many times. Our daughter was there four days before the fire on vacation. It's just so sad. It's unbelievable. So we we uh, hope and pray with everybody else in this country. Hope the history can be restored there as best as possible. And I understand how they feel in Hawaii about wealthy people coming in and putting high-rises in where history used to be. understand that. Let me tell you about Arborological Services right now, the experts that your trees deserve. Bringing the Metroplex the finest in tree care since 1981. Do that math. They're in their 43rd year now of doing this. Uh, Steve Hauser and uh, others began with an old VW van and uh, pruning saws out the back. <laughs> that's that's a humble beginning. And Steve laughs about it, and he talks about they were dedicated to quality tree work from the outset. But there they came in their van with their, their saws, and they, uh, they, they did it well. And I don't know if Steve still climbs, but as recently as five or six years ago, he was up in our trees doing, he wasn't doing all the work, but he was up showing people uh, who were working for him and with him uh, what, what he wanted them to do. I really respect this company. I respect them for the quality of the work that they do. Um, I respect Steve for standing toe-to-toe with me and saying, Neil, I know you want me to do such and such, but I think you're making a mistake. And I said, all right, tell me why I am, because I want to hear it. I'm going to listen to you. You get the vote. I don't get a vote. And so we went his way, and he was right. He always is. So I I respect that. I respect them for the community service work that they do. Steve spends so much of his time out testifying on behalf of historic trees, trying to save them when others just want to bulldoze them down. He spends so much of his time doing good for the world. That's what I respect about a company. Arborological services are so much about a company behind the scenes that, that you don't know about. And some of the rest of us who are out there observing do know. 
he is about doing it right, and he teaches that to his staff. This is a great company made up of really fine people. So Arborological Services for quality tree care, tree care you can depend on, this is the company to call. And, you know, there's a good testimonial to that, and that is look at how many companies try to sound like and look like Arborological Services. I don't know that Steve has ever filed any lawsuits against them to quit using things that look like my company. I don't know whether he has or not, none of my business. But I will tell you, there have been a lot of times that I see names that are very similar. And I've pointed a couple of them out to Steve. I've just said, I see this, and be forewarned. And uh, that means that others recognize the quality. It's Arborological Services. They're on my homepage of my website. They sponsor eGardens. If you ever wonder, you can always find them there. Go to my website, neilspray.com, and click on Radio Sponsors. You'll see them all through my website. Here's the phone number, 866-552-7267. That's the real phone number to them, the good guys. 866-552-7267. And in fairness to the fine ladies on staff, the good girls, too. 866-552-7267, Arborological.com, Arborological Services. Fair and balanced reporting from Fox News Radio, News Talk 820, WBAP, and 99.5 FM HD2. All right, let me look at my log and uh, see what I'm doing. Mike, I'm going to do two instead of three. I see that two of them are, are, are kind of overlapping. Let me just uh, do a, a, a mention here of my website, which is neilsperry.com. That's where you can go to um, sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter that comes out on Thursday nights. Um, and, and so you'll see that page for eGardens. You can see the most recent issue of eGardens. You can sign up for it right there at neilsperry.com. You go to my website. That's where you buy my book on that that, uh, special sale price that's up for just a few more days, neilsperry.com. It's where you see the archived information on rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale and the St. Augustine Diagnostics. My 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. Oh, goodness, that's a big part of the website and a whole lot of other information. I hope you'll bookmark my website and go to it every once in a while. neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, neilsperry.com. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, and we go to Tim in Springtown. Uh, Honestly, the first time I've ever been asked a question about this particular variety, Tim, you are you are going to get a gem of an answer, I suspect. How can I help this morning? Well, thank you, Neil, for taking my call. And I, I would like to say I've been a long-time listener. I've called in a few times. Thank you. And believe it or not, I went ahead and bought your book yesterday. I ordered it. Thank um, you. I, I piggybacked so much information off of you, it's time to pony up and support your work. Thank you very much. My wife's work in this case. Thank you. Well, as long as it supports, it supports. Yeah, thank you. Um, um, I just recently was introduced to the Okinawa purple yam. I know it's called, some people call it the Asian purple yam, and some people call it the purple yam. I mistakenly bought some purple potatoes one time thinking they were that, but they weren't. <laughs> but I actually ordered Okinawa purple yams, the, uh, I can't think of what you call them now, but uh, where they have the plant grow and they, they take a cutting off of it, and you plant that. Mm-hmm. And um, they they have been they have been taking off. They're growing like crazy. Uh, I, I can't wait for harvest time. But uh, one of the things I was wondering about them is I was told you could eat the leaves. Oh my goodness! I have no idea. Uh, I'd have to do a little bit of research on that for you. Uh, that begins to get just a little bit on the risky order to tell people go out and eat things. Um, so yeah, out of the morning glory, that. out of the morning glory family, uh, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of other relatives out of the Morning Glory family and whether they are toxic or not. If you ask me that about uh, potatoes, you know, your, your near miss that you mentioned, I would tell you I don't think I'd do that because there's some no, deadly no. poisonous plants out of that family. Um, you can find, I, I was curious about the Okinawa, which also called Hawaiian purple yams. Um, they're beautiful. I just haven't grown them. Um, I did a little research during the newscast and, uh, let me pull it back up again and see if there's anything mentioned about it. In well, I what... work with, uh, quite a few Vietnamese people and they introduced me to them. And if you've never had one, oh my Lord, you can eat it, just boil it and then just eat it plain with nothing on it. It's the best thing I've ever had. Are they eating the leaves also? Yes, they're the ones who told me that you eat the leaves. And so I said, well, um, okay, I'll I'll ask my friend Neil. He'll know. No, no, no. I'm not the greatest on vegetables. You know, remember I'm in ornamentals. And Yes, yes. Um, these are wild yams. That's interesting. Escape cultivation. Been around uh, since the 1500s. Let me uh, just... Uh, Texas A&M does not have anything specifically on them. Let me uh, do one more quick search, and then I'm going to offer another idea. Hang on just a second. Okay. All right. Let's see. Purple flesh, true yam. Young leaves and shoots of the plant known as kandaba in Okinawa are also edible. All right, it's on the internet, so we know it's good. <laughs> and they have a recipe, AsianRecipe.com, eight types. Uh, I think you're good. I, I, right. I, I have no idea what they taste like. Uh, let's see, it said young leaves. I don't think it. I don't think it's referring to. It doesn't say old leaves that have been exposed to 109 degrees. <laughs> hey, maybe kind of <laughs> tough by now. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you recall. I called back. Uh, well, I've called <laughs> in several times, but I have that. Um, I covered my entire garden center with the diffused light greenhouse skin, and yes. then I wrapped the entire thing in a uh, quarter inch hardware cloth to keep the, uh, the really bad pest out and stuff. And so my garden is just going crazy right now. I mean, even with you. this heat and stuff, I'm uh, still getting a lot of stuff. And the purple yams are taking over everything. But everything's in raised beds also. Well, that so is I, a I beautiful, that's a, I'll bet that would be, make some beautiful recipes. Um, there is a good bit of information available, and it says asian-recipe.com. So I think you'll find a lot of good things there. Uh, I'll let you Google that and, and go from there, but uh, I appreciate you bringing that up because it's not something I know. Kandaba is K-A-N-D-A-B-A. Yes, so you know more about this topic than I do. So from now on, I'm going to have the phone operator direct all calls to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're the expert. That's cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. That is way cool. Thank you for calling and thanks for listening. I'm really grateful. You have more confidence in me than you need to. <laughs> have a good day. Appreciate it. All right. Let me minimize that and uh, let's see where our time was let's go to uh, dawn in commerce dawn this is neil good morning good morning good morning um i have almost the same pretty much the same question as kenneth i've got the worms fuzzy worms on the pecan tree also that are it's they're just about defoliating the tree and i looked on the texas a&m website and it said it was a walnut caterpillar and it could stress or kill the tree if they did the same thing consecutive years. And I hate to spray and accidentally kill some of our garden spiders. So is it anything to worry about? I don't think so. I, I have them on my, I live in a pecan forest. We probably have 200 pecans and I see them and uh, never, never have had a, uh, never have had a problem. Never have had a problem okay. 40, 46 years. Awesome. Yeah, and and they're not going to hit the same branches every year. Branches have vigor. Yeah. Do, have have I lost pecan trees in forty six years? Yes, I have, but it's never been ones that were particularly associated with any of the, the uh, the webworms or tent caterpillars or walnut caterpillars or forest tent caterpillars or any of the, the various things. Okay. 
All right. Well, that answers my question. Thank you very you much. I'll tell you the one that, that surprises me more, Dawn, is where, and I heard George Ray McEachern, the state pecan specialist, uh, mention this once. Um, and she may be gone now, but um, the uh, the fact that when two pecans are growing together, especially in a forest setting, when one pecan touches another, one of them will die. I think he was talking about a branch. When one branch touches another, one of the branches will die. But that also is kind oh. of true of the trees. You're still there, Dawn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I was afraid we'd hung up on you. Um, and and so I'll lose a tree once in a while. And then when I look at that tree that is, is remaining, the, the, the dead tree, I'll realize that, oh, goodness, it is shrouded by trees around it. And it just didn't have any light. Uh, it wasn't that it couldn't compete for water and nutrition. It didn't have any light. It was now all of a sudden growing in a in a shade environment. And uh-huh. so I'll, that's one of the, for example, I have Arborological Services take that tree down for me because it just couldn't exist in that setting. And uh, but but it had nothing to do with caterpillars. I've lost three or four trees over the years that way uh-huh. out of the out of the big forest. But no, you're fine. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'll let you hang up officially this time. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. All right, folks, we have time for, I have uh, Lee and Southlake will be coming up in just a second, and we'll be talking about red buds, and then we can talk about whatever topic you have. Um, There are some I have some knowledge of, some I have a lot of knowledge of, and some are Okinawan purple yams. (laughs) And so whatever you'd like to talk about. The uh, phone number is 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. I'll take whatever you'd like. So uh, my uh, book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And don't miss this chance to get it at $34.95. This is a hardback printed on high-quality paper, printed in Texas to keep Texas printers employed. It covers every aspect of gardening outdoors in Texas for all 254 counties. Uh, That was important to me. And every time I wrote something that had to do with doing something about gardening, I had to think, does this play the same in Beaumont as it does in El Paso, as it does in Amarillo? If it doesn't, I need to make comment about how you do it differently in those various areas. It was quite a task, and I enjoyed doing it. So let me tell you the... uh, the uh, the gist of it. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, things that apply to every one of the other chapters. Chapter two is the 48-page calendar, four pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. County by county, it, it uh, will keep you up to date on, Neil, when should I do this or that? Chapters three through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent more than a month on each one of those chapters, and um, so there is a lot of information in this book. 840 photos, 344 pages. I sign every copy of the book as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction, or I offer you a full refund on the book. I've not been asked to refund on any book I've sold so far, which is remarkable. I'm much different than I expected, and I'm humbled by that. Thank you. Now, there are two ways you can order the book. It is not available in stores. It's um, not available uh, on Amazon. And uh, so you need to order it from my office or my website. You uh, uh, order it from my website is neilsperry.com. My office phone number, weekdays, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. And uh, the website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And that $34.95 is a short-term special low price. I'm trying to raise funds to help my wife finish off her election, re-election campaign loans from May 6th for the school board election in McKinney. It was a very expensive election. Donations were wonderful, but they did not pay the entire bill, and we waited just to see what else would come in. And so now I'm trying to finish it up. And uh, so what you will be spending to buy the book is exactly that. You're buying a book. You're not. Uh, it's, there's no tax deduction for it. Uh, you're buying a book, but uh, you're also helping the Sperry's 
pay off a <laughs> pay off a campaign loan. So uh, again, neilsperry.com or 800-752-GROW. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you very much, Stuby, very much. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now, because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. You'll be greeted when you come in the door. That's the neat thing. Ace is owned, Ace stores are owned by members of your community all across America, for that matter, certainly here in North Central Texas. Forty Ace Hardware owners joined together to sponsor my radio broadcasts here and at KLIF and uh, around town. So I appreciate the Ace Hardware people. Right now, if you stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, many of them are open on Sundays, you'll find a great deal on Ace Premium Wild Bird Food 20-pound bags. Get two bags for $20. The mix attracts bluebirds, cardinals, chickadees, grosbeaks, blue jays, nuthatches, finches, sparrows, and other desirable birds. Vitamins and minerals have been added to the mix. It's rich in sunflower and white millet, birds' favorite seeds. Strong, puncture-resistant polywoven bags keep and the product very fresh. Uh, that's at Ace Hardware. Get two bags for $20. That's a great deal for you because Ace is the place where you find great people willing to help you with the knowledge, the local knowledge, to help you finish the project successfully. Whether it's hardware or housewares, whether it's painting, electrical, whether it's gardening, they'll help you. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. And uh, thank you very much for uh, uh, waiting. Lee in Southlake, how can I help you? Yes, Neil, thank you for taking my call. Long-time listener. Thank you. Um, I've got uh, two redbud trees. They're about 10, 12 years old, close to a pool area. And one of them, about probably 50% of the leaves are totally gone. I don't notice any red spots on them or anything, but just this one tree um, has lost all those all the leaves. All right. Uh, what happened to them as they as they uh, fell? Did they turn yellow and just uh, 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 puny, or were they eaten, or what do you what did you notice? Were they folded they together? Just, they just just turned yellow. All right. Uh, was this a grafted variety? Uh, I improved? don't know. I think one. I think it was an Oklahoma red bud, if I, okay. if I recall right. Yeah, that's what I needed to know. Um, I'm going to tell you something that I have absolutely no validation of. So that's always a, a jeopardy I run. I like okay. Oklahoma red bud. I like these improved varieties very much. Um, I, I've seen it on Oklahoma in a limited number more than I have on, for example, forest pansy, the purple leafed one and some of the others. 
I had a couple of Oklahoma red buds, and they they didn't have the longest life expectancy. They developed the uh, red-headed wood borers, I guess, because they had the tiny little exit holes on the uh, on the branches, and uh, I ended up losing uh, the two that I had. I don't know uh-huh. if it was just poor growing conditions because they were not in the best uh, of settings. I put them in our yard in a, a spot that was not as well irrigated. I thought, hey, they're red buds. We have native red buds are doing well. Um, so I don't know. I, I have, like I say, it's not a very good sample size to be able to, or to oh. try to make that comment. Uh, but I wonder if uh, if maybe they are struggling because of uh, some outside influence, like borers that got into them. The red-headed wood borer is an insect about two-thirds the size of a yellow jacket, and it looks like a yellow jacket. When it comes oh. out of the, the branches, it will even get into fairly small branches. Uh, the exit holes are smaller than a pencil lead. They're very tiny. So you might look for that. Um, and okay. when a red bud goes downhill, it goes downhill a branch at a time like you're describing. Uh-huh. I take a lot of red bud photos uh, in the spring, and, and I've taken... Uh, in fact, if you look at, at the red bud photos in my book and in old newspaper columns I've written, et cetera, if I go back to those same trees eight or ten years later, they're often mangled or gone. They just they don't last as long as the native red bud does, it seems to me. And so it's okay. not any fault of the gardener. It's just the nature of the tree. I, I wish they had a little longer life expectancy. That is my observation. I may be totally wrong but I think that might be part of the problem. Okay. So there's really not a treatment for it? I, I, I don't know. You could try the systemic insecticides like imidacloprid um, and see if that would help slow it or stop it. Uh, by the time you're seeing what you're seeing, it may already be enough. There may be enough damage that they're disfigured. Uh, and I okay. may be wrong. It may be something else. The, the last, uh, It's not going to be the winter damage. They're very winter hardy. It could be drought damage from the last two summers. I, yeah, I wait to see if it leaks out again. Absolutely, I would do that. I would do that. You can tell I'm out of time, but that I would do that and then make your decision next spring. I gotta run, Mike Bass. Good job, everybody. Happy gardening.